In this week's episode, retailers are canceling massive amounts of orders, Etsy is spending massive amounts of money, and the United States Postal Service is making some massive changes. What is up, Galaxians? Welcome to another episode, uh, a day late episode, my apologies, of the Galaxy CDs, Rocks, and Flips Reseller Talk podcast. If this is your first time here. Hey, thanks for coming by. My name is Ryan, and I am a full-time reseller, part-time YouTuber, and podcaster working out of my home here in the greater Cincinnati area. And this channel is all about the flip life. Um, I wish I could say that this episode was a day late because I've been so busy, but that has not been the case, as we'll discuss a little bit when we get into the What Sold segment this week. But man, I don't, I don't know what your business has been like the last 10 days or so, but it has been terrible here at the Galaxy. So last month, as you may recall, I kicked off my promoted listings experiment, and I had an absolutely terrific August. Promoted listings are still on, but I've noticed that impressions are way, way down. They're down on promoted listings for this month alone, almost 15%, which leads me to believe that traffic overall on eBay is down. My organic impressions have remained about the same, but the, the promoted ones are way down, and my business last week was way, way down. My eBay deposit for the week uh, is down about 40% to last week. Uh, And this is true kind of across the board. My Etsy deposit was down about 50% and my Mercari deposit was down about 75%. So it was pretty brutal here last week. Uh, When we get into the what sold segment, I think the biggest, the most expensive thing I sold all last week was like $33. (laughs) Uh, so it's been rough out there. Uh, let me know in the comments if you're watching on YouTube, what, what's your last week or 10 days been like, uh, particularly on eBay, but man, it has been rough over here. There is a lot of news to get to, so let's get stuck into that. News updates. So this first thing, uh, applies to resellers from the standpoint of, potentially being a pretty good opportunity. Walmart and other retailers, according to this article on Retail Wire, are canceling billions of dollars worth of orders. Uh, Walmart, Target, Macy's, and Kohl's are among retailers that have recently said they are canceling some orders to, quote, unquote, better balance inventory levels, a replay of a strategy used at the start of the pandemic. And why I think this could be particularly good news for resellers is, as you may recall, These people cut their orders and cut their inventory levels as they went into the beginning of the pandemic with the lockdowns and whatnot. And when things started to pick back up, they did not have any inventory. And resellers who happened to have hot items, particularly in categories like toys, games, videos, and that sort of thing, made a killing. There are a lot of resellers who think that period of the early pandemic into kind of late 2021 was the probably among the best time for reselling of any time since eBay and reselling kind of became a thing. So this has the potential to really be good news for resellers heading into the fourth quarter and into early next year. 
Uh, they say other steps retailers are using to clear inventories. And this is also good news for those of you who do retail arbitrage. Uh, as spending has slowed on some non-discretionary categories, they are employing markdowns and packing away products for the following year. The elevated inventory levels, they note, also reflect intentional overbuying to mitigate shortages and the easing of supply chain constraints. So they have kind of been behind the cycle on this whole thing. They stopped buying at the early part of the pandemic. They got caught short with inventory. Supply chain things got bad, so they ordered massive amounts of stuff. Now the economy has softened with inflation, and they have too much inventory. So they're cutting orders, and they're cutting prices. So if you are in the uh, business of retail arbitrage, I would imagine there's probably some pretty good bargains out there right now. So uh, I've seen several people posting things on um Instagram and TikTok that there are some massive, massive clearances going on out there. So uh, this is potentially really good news. So I'm not going to go over this whole article. I will, as always, link to these in the show notes and the video description below. But this is this is good stuff. Amazon has been accused of punishing third-party sellers, and there's a current class action or antitrust lawsuit up in California. Uh, but this article on Yahoo Finance says that's very difficult to prove. This is not new. There have been several lawsuits, gosh, over the past couple of years regarding this phenomenon where Amazon essentially has a policy. And again, I don't sell on Amazon, but they have a policy where you are not able to offer a lower price on another website, including your own website, than you currently offer on Amazon. The California Attorney General is trying to launch an antitrust lawsuit against Amazon, saying that is anti-competitive. Amazon's argument, of course, is that they are trying to drive the price down, which actually spurs competition. I'm not sure where I come out on this. I'm Obviously, I have some issues with Amazon's pricing policy, which is why I don't sell on there, because it punishes sellers really for no reason. So if I have my own website and I'm not paying the Amazon fees to sell that item, I of course should be able to sell it for a lower price on my own website than I am on Amazon because I have to account for those fees and my profit margins. Amazon is accused of punishing sellers who do that sort of thing. Previously, all of the lawsuits that have been brought by other states regarding this particular practice have been thrown out. This one, uh, apparently, some people think that may there may be some legs. There was a case in Washington, D.C. that was dismissed back in May. Uh, they say this one might be different. They say Amazon is coercing sellers into a price war that only the e-commerce giant can win, according to the California case. Quote, there's certainly an anti-competitive story to be told, but to me, there's also a compelling free rider defense for Amazon, said Penn State law professor John Lepotka, who's referring to Amazon's concern that sellers will use Amazon's platform to generate interest in their products and sell them elsewhere. Uh, Best Buy is an example of a company who can attest to that, who essentially at one point felt like they were the showroom for Amazon because people would come in and look at a big screen TV to get an idea of what the picture quality was. And then Amazon was selling it for a lower price and they would just order it on Amazon and walk out of the store. So uh, this is a case of them getting <laughs> a little bit of a taste of their own medicine. So it'll be interesting to watch how that whole thing transpires. 
Amazon is facing, uh, I assume they are spending a ton of money on lawyers because they're facing legal challenges literally all over the country. E-Commerce Bytes has an article pointing out that uh, some of the proposals in the United States Postal Service's 2023 rate proposal uh, includes the end of priority mail regional boxes and some zone changes. The I don't think, I know there are some people who swear by the priority mail regional boxes because they are cheaper to use, but I don't know a whole lot of people that use them. Part of the post office's plan to streamline their operation is to streamline priority mail, make it simpler for them and for users, and eliminating an entire category of boxes that a lot of folks don't even know about, let alone use, probably helps them achieve that end. So I would not be at all surprised if this thing is authorized and those priority mail regional rate boxes go away. It has not yet been approved, but I, I'm, if I was a betting man, I would say that probably will get passed. The other thing that they're trying to do is separate non-standard fees, which are some of the overage fees for larger boxes and packages. Uh, they want to separate the fees for priority and for ground to make them separate. So that is interesting. Again, I... If they want to streamline things, I, you would think you would have just one fee, but there you go. What do I know? I don't work for the post office. The other thing that they're going to do is they're going to make some what they call modernization changes to their zones. So if you ship first class or priority, you know that there are various zones based on the distance from the shipping address to the receiver's address. They are going to try to split and expand those zones. I assume that net-net, that will ultimately result mostly in price increases for first-class and priority rate shipping. So not good news over at the post office. Remember, if uh, if you're listening to this, you've got about two weeks before the uh, holiday season surcharge kicks in. I believe that's on October 2nd of this year. So uh, they just keep coming after us. Uh, someone pointed out the other day that the Holiday surcharge ends on January 22nd, and the new USPS permanent rate increase goes into effect on January 23rd. So there, once these prices go up, uh, they may very well stay up. Poshmark announced some changes uh, to their site. One thing that they've added is men's big and tall sizing. Been waiting to list extended men's sizes. Now you can. We've added men's big and tall sizing to our catalog. So that's good news if you're a seller over there. They also had a shipping update that uh, many others, and we've talked about, I think, on this show previously, that the USPS recently issued new requirements and no longer allows electronic items containing or packed with lithium batteries to be shipped using priority mail. Those items can now only go via ground. That went into effect as of September 12th, so about a week ago. They must be shipped through Parcel Select, a USPS two- to five-day surface transportation option. You need to securely package your item in a non-priority mailbox and attach your parcel select shipping label. And if your item contains or will be packed with a lithium battery, add the below to the same side of the package as your shipping label. And they provide a DOT label in color, or you can use your own if you have them. Uh, but you are supposed to have a restricted item DOT label on that package that says it is a restricted electronic device 
and that it can go by surface transportation only. So be aware of that, that it does not just apply to Poshmark. That's everywhere, but they were reminding their sellers who now sell goods in their home category that that has happened. Speaking of spending money, uh, Etsy has announced, uh, which again is probably good news for resellers, that they are going to spend $600 million on marketing this year. After years of pandemic growth, they are investing hundreds of million dollars into their platform, even against the backdrop of a difficult macroeconomic environment, as the company prepares itself and its sellers for the upcoming holiday season, according to its chief executive. He says, we are investing more than $600 million in marketing this year to make sure that we're front of mind with buyers at a time when they need us the most. He said on a Yahoo Finance video, there is a link to that video in this article if you want to see the whole thing. While a lot of other people might be pulling back, we think this is a great time to be leaning in and gaining share. They also pointed out they are spending about $25 million this year in their newly launched Etsy Purchase Protection Program, which we talked about a few weeks ago, and that they had launched a new app for Etsy sellers. I'm still a little on the fence on that. I go back and forth between the old app and the new app, depending on what I'm trying to do. So they've still got some bugs to work out there, but... Uh, eventually I'm sure they'll get that sorted. So good on Etsy for making a bunch of investments in both their sellers and in their marketing. They also published for their sellers a bunch of information. So if you're a seller on Etsy, you may have seen this. It's been popping up on the dashboards. They have a new September shop checklist and a holiday calendar. Again, there will be links to this in the show notes and the video description below. They have a new holiday marketplace insights trend report so you can get ideas for festive inventory to attract early holiday shoppers. They suggest you review your processing times to ensure that they're up to date heading into the holiday season. This is a ongoing issue for Etsy, particularly with Monday postal holidays. They don't account for that in the United States in their processing time. So you need to be aware of that and either make an adjustment to your processing time to account for that, or you do have the option to contact the buyer and extend your handling date on a purchase by one day to cover it. So just be aware of that. They are making uh, shipping simpler with shipping labels on Etsy. They say it's currently available for sellers in the US, Canada, the UK, Australia, and India. They also, if you weren't aware, offer uh, planet-friendly packaging from Etsy, called Shop, Eco, and Close. It's Etsy-branded packaging that is uh, apparently from recycled materials and is supposedly very eco-friendly. So if you're looking for packing materials and you're the environmentally conscious kind of person, you might check that out. They're also offering some offers to simplify your tax prep with money-saving deductions, easy quarterly tax estimates, and more by signing up for QuickBooks. Etsy sellers can save up to 50%. So... Uh, Other things going on over at Etsy, they have a first ever virtual holiday kickoff coming up. They are now doing some listing critiques on Instagram Live. You can submit your listing in their forums. Uh, Submissions are open starting on September 21st, and the first critique will be on Wednesday, October 5th. There's also a new Etsy event space to RSVP for workshops hosted by experienced sellers and Etsy staff. So there is a ton going on over at Etsy. They also updated their seller handbook. So tons of good stuff going on over at Etsy. I, they are really trying, so I will give them credit. Uh, they also published 
their new Ultimate Holiday Guide, where they give you tools and tips for owners of all experience levels to utilize during this unique holiday retail season. That includes a monthly shop checklist and a calendar, holiday marketing marketing tips for sellers, their holiday trends report, how to build loyalty from buyers this holiday season, how to ship smoothly through the holidays. I might read that one myself. <laughs> um, my shipping has been very smooth. It's the post office that has not been so smooth. So maybe the post office needs to read that one. Uh, and Etsy Success Podcast, the 2022 Holiday Trends and Shop Trend Critiques. So they have their own podcast as well. So again, just tons of stuff going on on Etsy. And one last thing, uh, new, even cheaper USPS priority mail rates on Etsy. When you purchase shipping labels on Etsy, you get a discounted commercial rate that's less expensive than the post office. We've been working with them to help you get even cheaper priority mail rates now. When you purchase your USPS priority mail labels on Etsy, you'll save an average of 5% off their already discounted prices. That can be up to $1.02 off, so you can put that money right back into your business. The savings, of course, only apply to priority, priority flat rate, and priority regional rate, which we just mentioned is the one that potentially could be going away early next year. And it's obviously zone specific. Some zones have a deeper discount than others. So if you purchase labels on Etsy and use priority mail, you're going to start saving a little money over there. So uh, this was a really Etsy centric news segment this week, but uh, they've got a lot of stuff going on. They're really going after it. The only other update for this week, eBay's uh, eBay open kicks off on Wednesday It is expected that they will preview some of the things that are going to be coming out in the fall seller update. It is that time of year again. When we'll be getting the new uh, seller update, there are some expectations that there are going to be some further changes in their shipping and in their payments program. So we'll be interested to see what those things look like. All that being said, and uh, uh, talked about a pretty mediocre sales week, but let's look at some stuff we sold here at the Galaxy this week. Like I said, I've only got a few and the most expensive thing here, I think is like 33 bucks. So bear with me. There's some interesting stuff here. So it's, it's probably worth checking out, but this first item sold on eBay. I had it listed for 25 99 plus shipping. I got an offer of $23. This is the Kenzer Hackmaster basic from 2009. It is a KNC 2,500 illustrated paperback guidebook to this Hackmaster game. It's kind of a Dungeons and Dragons looking game. I picked this up at an estate sale for a quarter, gosh, months and months ago. This was probably in the winter, uh, so I don't hardly have anything in it, and it sold for $23 plus shipping. Game guides, depending on the game, particularly for like the D&D style board games, can be pretty decent. A sale over on Etsy from, uh, this was from the, I want to say the 1910s. A Textbook of Cooking by Carlotta C. Greer. This was an Allen and Bacon publication. Essentially just a, a, a textbook for like a home economics program on cooking. Because it was so old, it was really interesting. This thing sold for $24.99 plus customer paid shipping. This is part of the big lot. So it is my cost of goods sold on is less than a nickel. An interesting paperback. Uh, going through that big lot that I've talked about, there's a ton of paperback books. 
most of which are going to end up in my antique booth for 99 cents. So if you're local <laughs> uh, to the area, uh, that's going to be going on. I'm going to be taking a bunch of books over there that'll be super, super cheap. But in that lot, there have been a bunch of old vintage true crime paperbacks, which can be pretty valuable. Not all of them, but a lot of them can be pretty good. This one sold on eBay. It's called Final Vowels. It was written by Karen Kingsbury. It was a first printing illustrated paperback from 1992 from Dell Books. I had it listed for $32.99 plus shipping. I got an offer of $25. Again, it's an item that I own for less than a nickel. So I went ahead and took that offer. Speaking of local, if you were in the area, uh, you will know if you follow me on Instagram, uh, shameless plug at Galaxy CDs Rocks, I had a little quasi uh, yard sale over the weekend. I put out a little over 800 books and didn't really get a lot of people. I did have one viewer slash listener that stopped by and picked up a couple of books. So Michelle, thank you for both stopping by and introducing yourself and for uh, your continued support of both the show and my shop. But I did not. That was another on top of the sales not being good, I spent all day <laughs> uh, out in the sun trying to sell these books. And all in, I made $23.50. So uh, probably won't be doing that again. I've done that now two years in a row. And the combined total for the two years, I think I've probably made less than 50 bucks. So uh, the books will be going to the antique mall where somebody else can try to oversee them. <laughs> Uh, this next item, I've had this for quite a while. I picked up a big lot of college textbooks from uh, kind of the Yellow Springs area. I was at a an estate sale for what must have been a math professor at some point from the college up there. This was from 1969, Selected Papers on Calculus, Mathematical Association of America hardcover. Obviously, just what it says, it is a collection of individual kind of like essays or whatever on calculus. I picked this thing up for 50 cents at that estate sale. I had it listed for $29.99 or best offer. It sold for 25 bucks on a best offer. This was a really weird item. So I, I picked up a, a box of electronic stuff from my parents, stuff that they just weren't using, didn't want, just they're, I, I think I've mentioned a couple of times on this show, they're trying to downsize some stuff. So they gave me a box full of, there was an old VCR and an old HD DVD player and just random stuff in there. But at the bottom of the box was a little, tiny little bag that had two old genuine Sony memory sticks. It had 128 megabyte and a 16 megabyte memory stick in this little package it looks like they go to old vintage Sony digital cameras. I looked them up. They're not super valuable, but my cost of goods sold was nothing. My parents gave them to me, so I listed these things, and it sold over on Mercari. The two of them brought 25 bucks with free shipping. Combined, even with some extra packing, they weighed less than two ounces, so shipping was like $3.40-some cents or whatever, so fairly profitable little sale from uh, cost of goods sold to zero to 25 bucks. Uh, another old book, this is also from The Big Lot, so it's about a nickel, The American Arts from 1928. It was written by Arilla Evelyn Jackman. It was an illustrated hardcover published by Rand McNally in reasonably good condition. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it's got some corner crushing, a little bit of fading on the cover, but again, a fairly unusual piece 
sold for $29.99 plus media mail shipping. Another book. Uh, this one I have had for a long, long time. Uh, I couldn't even tell you where I bought this thing. I couldn't tell you how much I have in it. <laughs> uh, I can tell I've had it for a real long time for two reasons. Number one, the picture, the backdrop, the the base that I was setting these things on has an old color on it that I haven't used in probably two years. Uh, and it was in my current 25% off sale. But it's a book called America in Mid-Passage, Volume 3, The Rise of American Civilization from 1939. It was a hardcover with its dust jacket. I believe this was an ex-library book because it had that kind of plastic protector over the dust jacket. So in fairly good condition, this was listed originally for $39.99 with free shipping. It sold for $29.99 on my 25% off offer. I assume I've probably got like a buck in this thing, but I I really don't remember. <laughs> and that doesn't happen very often. I'm usually pretty good with that, but that one has been here, I bet, every bit of three years. And the last thing for this week, uh, I'm not even going to call it the flip of the week because it only sold for $33, <laughs> uh, but it was a book from 1970, Oral Roberts' Prayer for Seed Faith Living. It was a first edition kind of a soft cover book in like a almost like a faux leather cover but it was in really really good condition. He's got a couple of books like this from the 1970s that are reasonably valuable. This was part again of that big lot so my cost of goods sold was a nickel. It sold for 32.99 plus media mail shipping over on Etsy. So uh like I said all in all man a really disappointing week on eBay on Etsy, no big sales, not lots of sales. My sales volume was way off. And then I had the yard sale, which was a total buster. <laughs> uh, my Bengals lost again on the last play of the game over the weekend. So man, it's been, it has been a rough, rough week. So uh, let me know again in the comments, what kind of week you have had. If you enjoyed the show, enjoyed my misery, do me a favor and whack that thumbs up button. Uh, improve my mood. <laughs> Uh, I would appreciate it. If you're not currently a subscriber to the show or a follower of the podcast, please consider doing that. I would love to have you on board for these mostly weekly updates uh, about what's going on here at the Galaxy and some reselling news. So as always, thank you so much for stopping by and spending a little bit of your day with me. And now it's time to sell. Thanks, guys. You have been listening to the Galaxy CDs Rocks and Flips Reseller Talk podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will catch you again next time.